You're listening to Never Sleeps Network. Fans and foes, it's time once again for Never Sleeps Network's Talking Wrestling, and I'm your host, Casey Corbin, and thank you for joining us today on the podcast, but before we get to the podcast, you know what you gotta do, hit us up on all the social media outlets, if you could do that, go just go to Twitter, at TNWPod, and give us a little tweet tweet, and uh, we'd appreciate that, uh, if you could also uh, maybe go to Instagram, and uh, go there, that'd be a lot of fun, go to Instagram, at uh, Talking Wrestling Podcast at Instagram.com. On Facebook, we're at backslash Facebook, or, well, Facebook backslash Talking Wrestling. Uh, send us a Gmail at Talking Wrestling at Gmail.com. Of course, we are on iTunes, rate, review, subscribe. Uh, you know, listen to us there. Give us a favorable review. Uh, give us a good review and a five star rating. We'll probably mention it on the show. Uh, we haven't went in and actually looked for ratings in a while, so maybe we should do that. Uh, but we will, we'll, we'll get to it. Uh, what else do we got to do? Uh, oh, Jeepers. We're also on Apple Music as well as, um, uh, on Spotify. Uh, yeah, so, uh, go on Spotify and uh, listen to Talking Wrestling there as well as, uh, Casey Corbin. That's me. I have four CDs. Uh, Vampires Are Popular. Um, Turtle Crossing, Different Jokes, and um, Sea Train. So, yeah, check those out, and uh, give me a follow as well. I'd appreciate that. All right, yeah, so that's pretty much everywhere. You know, uh, yeah, that's pretty much it, and uh, we'll get right to the show. So, folks, uh, you know him, you love him, and uh, I don't have a big intro for him because he's just... Uh, you know, he's just a good Canadian boy. I'm talking about my uh, co-host, Reese Turner. Whoa, Casey Corbin, what's going on, buddy? How are you? Not too much. Uh, just chilling like uh, like a villain, and yeah. uh, you know, not too much. Just watching some wrestling this week. I had a little bit of extra time so i tried to make it through three hours of raw at uh, two hours of uh dynamite yeah and uh i'm looking forward to rampage on, yeah fuck. on friday so friday no. and not only that well well we'll get to it later but i also i got some book i just got home off tour so hey. i got two books uh one's called nothing but a good time the history of hair metal on the nice. sunset strip uh, exactly i'm so stoked i've already read it, started reading it and then the nice. second one i got is bah, bah, bah. nice the chris jericho yeah, list book um now i ordered this uh, to be autographed because i ordered it during the youtube saturday night with jericho and yeah. i got it and i opened it up and there was no autograph and i was like Oh fuck! But then, um, like a week later, or well, yesterday, 
I got another thing in the mail, and it was like a really flat thing, and I opened it up, and this came out. It is the autograph. He sent it, or whoops, and that's upside down. <laughs> so, yeah, he's like, to Casey, Chris Jericho, AEW. AEW. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm probably just going to use it as a bookmark. And um, no, you gotta you gotta uh, glue it into the book. It's part of the book now. Okay, but I just haven't figured out where because it, the the cover and the book it's it looks so good. And this Inside is, jacket. And this is independent. It is independent. He made it himself. They didn't think they would sell any. My number is five five eighteen. I'm the five thousandth, five hundred eighteenth book. He sold. Person. Fucking five, at least fifty five hundred. At least fifty five hundred, and this is the first printing of the book. There's they're going through a second printing, so nice. You know, get the book. The only place you can get it is at Jericho Thirty. I'm not making money for this. I just enjoy the book. It's okay. a it's a heavy book to have in the washroom, but it's a perfect book to have in the washroom when you just got to sit there and you want to just go through a couple lists. And Go through some lists and drop some piss. We <laughs> piss list. Who does piss. a good piss list? Piss list. <laughs> I like to read my piss list with a list. What did he say? Piss list with a list. The piss list. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Jericho here because obviously we love yeah. him because he's uh, you know what he is. He's a goat. No, he's like good a idiot boy. Yes, obviously. Good Canadian goat. Good right Canadian, yes. Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's very cool. Amazing. And, uh, yeah. How are you? How are things with you? Ah, good, man. You know, uh, you know, got a uh, this new day thing happening every day, which is kind of you know draining the life out of me. But it's... new day. <laughs> what, what do you play? Trumpet or do you play? Uh, uh, burr, I play pancakes. Burr, burr. I, I I play pancakes. I just eat pancakes all day. <laughs> I heard no. the WWE fired the guy who makes the pancakes backstage. They should. They, I can make the pancakes. He's one of the latest fires. The guys <laughs> like we only know the the wrestlers, but there's a lot of just other people like Pancake you know, Man, Pancake fucking Man, Johnny Pancakes. You don't know fucking Johnny Pancakes? You never been to Stanford, baby. If you don't know Johnny Pancakes, you never been to Stanford. Johnny Pancakes is a is a gay storyline from The Sopranos. There you go. Same guy. Joey, Johnny Pancakes. He's in there. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, anyway. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. That is, uh, yeah, yeah, that, that's cool. Um, yeah, so uh, we, we should get right into it. Maybe we'll just start with what we watched uh, last night. Um, did, yep. you, did you watch, uh, well, obviously, we, we like a, I think, we, <clears throat> we like AEW on this show. And um, I'm a fan. And I, let me tell you, again, like, I don't get disappointed or, like, when I'm watching AEW or if I do get bored, I go to the kitchen or I go take a washroom break, I come back, and then, oh, what I miss? Oh, shit, something happened. Um, I just, I like AEW because WWE, they're, they're, they haven't made anybody interesting for me for a long, long time. And what they do, they get rid of because they're fucking dumb. Yeah. Can we have a can we have a, a category now? You know how like Charlemagne the God on his podcast has a, a a little thing called Donkey of the Day. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, where it's just a real piece of shit, you know? Can we have our own version of the donkey, like, wanker of the week? Can we have wanker of the week? Yeah, and we just can say, have wanker of the week. Yeah, and the wanker of the week this week, uh, my pick, is all of WWE creative. <laughs> well, there you go. All of WWE creative. You heard My wanker it. of the week. You're, you're the wanker of the week. The first one, the premier, congratulations, you're the origin, <laughs> Young Guns, Rookie Card, WWE, Wanker of the Week. And and why the are they the Wanker of the Week? Because of all the fucking balls they drop. You, you can't start, like, okay, number one, half the stories are fucking terrible. And then the stories that they get you invested in, something decides to happen. And, like, the popular term is, it goes full WWE. And, like, that's... It's unfortunate, but the creative team, I, I just just based on the releases too that have come lately. It's, yeah, they well they released uh, a lot of NXT players. A lot more, yeah. Oh my goodness. And but apparently there's the word is out. Vince does not like NXT. He doesn't yep. like what Hunter's doing with it. He doesn't nope. like the indie style wrestling. Nope. He wants big guys, uh, crushing big little guys. Big beefy men. Yeah, he, you know, and uh, and the rumors are they're they're trimming so much fat. Like, first of all, they've released two hundred wrestlers, I think, this year. But it's like, why do you have two hundred wrestlers to release? Like, why did yeah. you know? Like, why are you hoarding wrestlers to yeah, contracts? You know, and so because it's not working. AEW are finding people, mm-hmm. and they're making stars out of them. Out of people that you didn't even fucking care, like that Vince McMahon wouldn't even spit towards. Vince McMahon would never even look at Evil Uno or or Grayson, and, or and Jungle Boy. Or no, 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 no. That's not true. That's not true. Jungle Boy. Find Jung- me a Jungle Boy. There's no. There's only one Jungle Boy. But the yeah. thing is, is if there was one wrestler that he would take, it's Jungle Boy. Because Jungle Boy has a story uh, behind yeah. him. And he has a famous father. And they've already attended so many. Like, Vince McMahon has met Jungle Boy as a child. Yeah, yeah but he still didn't He still didn't think to sign uh, Jungle Boy. No, but, know, no I, but, but seriously, um, at the point when he... Like, Jungle Boy wasn't ready for the WWE when he signed him. The, like, he'd only been wrestling for a few years... And he was perfect for AEW to build him in. Who knew that he would become a star so quickly? The packaging of him with Luchasaurus and and Marco Stunt is just perfect as the Jurassic Express. And it's the perfect, like, you put him in a faction, it's clear clear that the (laughs) faction's purpose is to, boom, shit out a star. And Luchasaurus is the biggest guy in the faction. The star... Is Jungle Boy and Marco's the Dino <coughs> Brown? You know what I See, mean? Like, yeah. But the problem is, Vince McMahon would consider Jungle Boy a vanilla midget. Yes, that's the problem. That's oh, the problem. Yeah, yeah. But well, then the thing is, is like, is like you thought. I you think lately, you know, with guys like Finn Balor, that um, that maybe, like the the the, the big era of the 300 pound monsters they're few and far between these days like you know like i remember back in the 80s wardlow would not even be considered a big man 
He wasn't. He's not even seven feet. He wouldn't even be considered a big man in the nineties or early two thousands. Yeah, you know, and it's just like now he, he he is a big man, but you know, like it's Jericho is still considered small by when Jericho is by no means small, you know. Um, yeah, it's just it's just weird the way Vince is just like get over it. Wrestling is wrestling, and wrestling is good. Like the yeah. women aren't fucking three hundred pounds each, and they're some of the best wrestling in the WWE <laughs> is done by the women that are, are all out having babies right now. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. But, but but what are you gonna do? The fucking wankers. Um, yeah. Who knows? Like like uh, wanker of the week. When I was watching, we skipped to Raw for a second. When I was watching Raw. It started out great. Randy Orton returned. Audience is there. Definitely missed the audience in Raw. Yeah. Um, I don't think anybody's like, I really wish the Thunderdome would come back. You know, yeah. but... Uh, I have a question about the Randy Orton return for you. Don't you find that story a little bit similar to the Adam Page Dark Order shit? I work better on my own. I have to do this on my own. He walks away. like like It's almost... They mirrored it. It's like... The, the creative, the wankers of the week were watching AEW and were like this. Wait, we can do that. We can well, do that. But get Randy us Randy. Orton. Get us Randy. But Randy Orton, and I'm not, now it's not my job to play devil's advocate all the time. However, Randy Orton has always been on his own. Yeah. Even, even, yeah. even when he was in tag teams. He was still going to turn on the person very, in the tag team. It's very funny to me the verbiage used while explaining that he works better on his own. It was almost identical to the hangman page. Guys, I have to do this on my own. You know, it's like, give it two fucking weeks to breathe. Don't do it on the Monday following the Wednesday. What are you doing? What are you doing? But here's That's my the thing. new character. But Surprise but, uncle. But Hangman Page isn't doing it on his own. He's back on the hooch. He's, he's sipping doing it the on booze. His own. He's doing it on his own. No, he's drinking the he's drinking the whiskey. The That's whiskey. part of it. He's cowboy shit. That's his shit. Look at by being, himself. Well, that's not by himself. He's only gonna drink himself into a, a stupor. And then no, who it's, knows? A, it's a play. It's a long play. Of course Watch. it is. Of course it is. It's like Cody Rhodes turning heel. It's been happening forever. You know, twenty-two weeks. Yes. Um. But now he's going to be gone for even more weeks because Malachi Black. Malachi Black. Um. He. Yeah. Uh, he's. He might be the guy. The like, AEW just got so much going on for it. Like, okay, so first of all. Let's start with this first match. The first match comes out, and it's the, the what is it, the Young Bucks? and yeah, Young Bucks and Kenny fucking Omega. Yes, against. Versus Dante Superfly goddamn Martin. This guy looks like The Rock. If The Rock, um, no, he looks like, he looks like The Rock, oh, a little bit like The Rock, but his afro doesn't match. I don't know. I had it when I saw him. I had the this guy looks like that guy. I've lost (laughs) it, but they did. They did. They did launch him into the air at some point. He is phenomenal. Well, and he's with the Bourne brothers, Evan Bourne and uh, Stillborn. 
No, that's oh, not his name. Oh, oh, oh. Um, no, it's uh, which one? Matt Bourne. The Sidells, and... Matt and Mike. Yeah, well, the no, uh, Matt they're used the to be. Sidells. I know, but they used to be Bournes. Yeah, but now they're the Sidells, and yeah. that's a better name. Well, they're the Sidells, and the and the third eye is open, and uh, and they're with this guy who's in the white outfit, good outfit. Doesn't look like he belongs in wrestling, but he's got a good outfit. He's super young. He looks super young. He looks like a kid. He looks yeah. like a kid. But he is so fucking good. That match. He... Where? Hold on. Where did you go? Where did you go? Yeah, yesterday. There he is. All oh, right. Shit. He's back. It's I'm all here. Right. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. That match, honestly, to me, was a star making match for Dante Martin. Yeah, like th- that kid. Honestly, I was watching that shit, and I was like, "This, oh, oh," you know. And I, like, I was watching it at home. The people, like, I when the match started, when the side owls and and fucking buddy came out, nobody gave a shit. Yeah, you remember? Like, mm-hmm. they didn't get the pop. They didn't get the pop. The elite got the pop coming out, and then the side owls and the fucking uh, young kid come out, and nothing. Nothing. It was dead silent. But then after he starts flying around and doing all this crazy I can fly shit. Yeah. People were like, oh, my fucking God. Like that literally put that kid on the fucking map. Good for you, Dante. Good for you. And and uh, there's right now there's no better. There's no better than the elite. I was just going to say there's no better than the Young Bucks. But Kenny's at the top of his game. The elite are at the top of their game. Yeah. They look good. They look like a million bucks right now, uh, the Young Bucks. Uh, Kenny Omega looks amazing. Uh, they're just they're just perfect right now. And I yeah. love also the Good Brothers. Um, oh, there's a couple things that I love. I love that we're now I'm jumping the ship. I'm jumping over things, but I just these are things that I like from AEW's Dynamite. I like what Don Callis said to Kristen Cage. Oh, don't worry. You'll get your five-star match when you wrestle Kenny Omega. Like, Kenny's going to yeah. deliver the match. He's going to carry you through it and pin you, but you will get a five-star match. Yeah. And that's what you've yeah. always been searching for. I like that he's going to wrestle for the Impact title on on Rampage this Friday night, and that's really fucking cool because the Impact title is the TNA Heavyweight Championship, which Christian Cage He's has had. held four times. Exactly, exactly. I think he might win it back. I, I think. I think he's going to be going in as the impact uh, as the impact champion. I think yeah. as well. Yeah, and yeah. then he's going to be great. But then I think Kenny's going to beat him. But oh, um, yeah, probably. But it. But as it sh- maybe it should be. But Christian Cage is, you know, he is a great Hall of Fame wrestler. And, uh, and we, you know, we don't even need to talk about his tag team career, but as a singles guy, you know, two time WWE champion and, uh, and, and, you know, one of the greatest, uh, you know, tag teams of all time. So, um, this is going to be a great match for Kenny Omega and I'm excited about it. And, uh, yeah, it was just great. And also then all of a sudden, um, the Lucha Farm there, Jurassic Express or Lucha Soros and the the boys. Yeah. Um, they're gonna be wrestling the Young Bucks next week on or 
Yeah, next week on Dynamite for the titles. Yeah, because the, they blocked the layup. Yeah. Said, not in my house. That's yeah. where he said it's as easy as doing a layup, and Luchador came in. And then Brendan Cutler was like, no, he knocked it right out of the air. And they're like, get yeah, out of here. That wasn't a foul. That was all ball. Yeah, that was great. Um, I just love it. These guys wear basketball shoes, so they think they're the best basketball guys. I love it. And the I best face kickers. And the best uh, wrestlers. And I yeah. love the Jesse Ventura uh, headbands with the, with they're the tassels. They're looking good, man. Yeah, they're looking real good these days. They're, they're, they're hiding... Um, um, uh, Nick's, they're hiding Nick's uh, Nick's hairline, which is important. Um, you know, and uh, they're just fantastic. Um, so then, then uh, also on uh, AEW, uh, Britt Baker, man, she's a heel, but she was over. Yeah, that's in, a town, baby. In Britsburg, Pennsylvania. Um, I don't know if that's how you say it. The Brisburg part was probably right. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, here's the thing: Velvet, uh, Velvet Ropes, there. What's her name? Velvet Red, Red Velvet. Velvet. She, yeah. uh, she's like blah blah blah. You're gonna know who I am. Blah 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 blah. Well, most people in AEW do know who Red Velvet is. And number yeah. two, um, if you're the face, why are you coming in and, uh, and healing on her? In Pittsburgh, like you and you and Vader, you attack her. I'm like, yeah. you're you're the face. What are you doing? Um, a little bit of mixed messages there, but yeah. you know, but whatever. Uh, Britt Baker is the best, and will she have? You know, I don't know. Like, the question is, is her boyfriend slash husband, or I don't know if they're married or not, but it is. Adam Cole jumping ship to AEW after it seems to me like a demotion from Ooh. HBK and, and like if HBK and 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 Hunter cannot if DX cannot run NXT what does that mean for Adam Cole? Yeah. Baby. Yeah. Is Vince Honestly, does man. not not want anything to do with him. I'm telling you that no. right now. But he can yeah, go to knows? AEW and be the world champion. That's the crazy thing in all of this. Uh, I don't know if he could be uh, the big... I don't think he could wear the big strap, Adam Cole. Why? Do you think it's too heavy? Yeah, he's too little. He's too little. <laughs> too slight. He's too... <laughs> no, 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 no. Miro. I, see, I need to see Miro up there ripping people in half. He looked like he was going to rip people in half last night. As he was cutting that promo for the TNT title. Uh, He's the man. Yeah, and uh, insane, insanity. But you know what I love the most about um, before before the uh, we even get into Jericho, what I loved was uh, Grayson and Uno uh, had a match against um, the Good Brothers for the Impact World title. Yeah. And um, this made wow. me so proud that a team from Ottawa, my technically one of my hometowns, um, you know, where I started comedy and later for 10 years, just a team out of Ottawa, two guys, indie guys, you know, uh, who, who happened to 
be a part of the first all in or all out and then uh signed by AEW and became the dark order and and uh it, it, the journey that they've had in the last mm-hmm. 2 years um and now they're wrestling one of the greatest tag teams in the last 10 years uh not just in impact in WWE and in New Japan and Ring of Honor as well you know, these guys are regarded as one of the best tag teams in the world, and fucking, they're having a hell of a match with Uno and Grayson, where Uno and Grayson, it looked like they could win this match at any point. And I think they should have as well. I would have liked to see it too. Like, like look at, the AEW guys are the, are the Dark Order, not the Impact guys. Now, I'm not saying... I love that Impact is there and they're yep. involved. And I love it because Don Callius is there and Jericho's there and Christian is there and Scott Demore is there and you know and, and you have all these great wrestlers that already know these guys like the Side Owls, I believe, are from Detroit. They used to be the Motor City Machine Guns or something like that. Um oh, that was the, yeah, sure, yeah. You know, so there Detroit and Windsor is the same territory back in the day. Yeah. And run by Scott Demore, who Christian Cage would wrestle down there all the time. It's just, you know, it's just I like this little Canadian clique that seems to be uh Forming. you know, running the ship almost. Yeah. So you know, yeah. all they're all mostly all of them are Canadian boys. <laughs> So I'm just gonna. The more I do it, it's the more per episode. One you do it once, you get a good, clean, good Canadian boys. If I do it three to five times, it's gonna devolve into a. <laughs> as long as I get the pitch right. <laughs> yeah. So that that was a great match too. And then um, yeah. I'm trying to remember what what other matches were there were, but. Um, had, oh, Jericho uh, and Walt and, and and Waldo. Uh, this is Waldo. And, yeah, that's and, great. And uh, now, I thought for some reason MGF was going to be the ref, but that no, was no. He the was case. the special enforcer. Yeah, he was the special. That's what I I understood. He was a special enforcer. And I don't like that he's chewing his apple through his interview. It's annoying. Uh, and you're yeah, not Carlito. Stop. Good heel shit. It's good heel shit, though. Yeah, it is good heel shit. Yeah. Um, oh, the... so Hardy family office. Here, wait, 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 wait. Let's go back before we talk about that match. Okay. Before we get to the, uh, there's another trios match. Uh, there's going to be a trios title for sure. It's got to be coming. They have to. They have to. They have to. There's so many trios matches. So this was Hardy family office consisting of Matt and Private Party. Yes. Uh, versus the best friends Chuck Taylor. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Nobody's best friend Utah. because the best friends are Trent and Chuck, and Trent is yeah. not there. This other guy is there. Wheeler, Orange you know, because Trent just had a neck surgery, like to fix to like fuse his neck up or something. I shit. thought he, I heard he, I heard he was with Chuck's mom in her van. That was okay, I guess. But yeah, you know who won that one? The Hardys did. Uh, Chris Statlander versus Nyla Rose. Saw I that. love Chris Stat. Yeah, I love Chris Statlander. That for her area four fifty one or whatever she calls it. I love it. Um, is this the where like Vicky Guerrero just grabbed um Orange Cassidy and she just screamed in his face 
and it was so loud. It was like, what the fuck was that? It was, it was so, so weird, but crazy. Okay, so this was like, yeah. Uh, Darby Allen versus Daniel Garcia, Red Death, Daniel Garcia. Um, yeah, Sting's getting more and more involved, uh, which is cool. Uh, Sting got involved in this match at the not in the match, but in, in the outcome afterwards in the schmoz. Yeah. Uh, Darby Allen, there's another guy who who they made a star. I did yeah, not know 100%. who Darby Allen was. AEW made like you know, and the coffin drop. Is probably one of the best um, finishers out there in the game today. At least yeah, the coolest 100%. to watch. So I'm with you. The coffin drop is a great, and it's because he sets it up so well by diving around like a bullet the whole match. That his finisher just to like he usually lays you out with that uh, flip over stunner. Yeah, like flip over stunner. You drop. He runs up to the rope, and then it just eh! yeah, it's perfect. Which uh, is- so. My my move is similar uh, for my fictional wrestler character. I do yeah. the, the cough drop where I take nice. a fisherman's friend out of my tights and I just throw it down your throat. Uh, and, uh, yeah, and that's exactly what happens. You choke and tap out. Cough that's drop. Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not as risque, but the guy is choking, so. <laughs> okay, and uh, there was like a uh, little uh, interview there. Dan Lambert from American Top Team saying he's gonna come fuck up Lance Archer because he embarrassed him, and then we got the the big match there. The uh, oh wait a minute, QT Marshall got by, uh, slammed by uh, No More BS, so we can't call him Big Show uh, by Paul White. He came in and he just oh and he just no, it choke wasn't QT. Him. It was, no QT ran away and Aaron Solo got choke slammed. Oh okay, yeah QT Marshall like they all were like because he gave uh, Shivani's son. A cutter, yes, uh, in the middle of the ring, and then Paul White was like this, nah, nah, not today. And yeah. then he just came down and was just like, well, well, it's not the big show. <laughs> yeah, it even says on the on the on the video screen, it's no BS time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so he came down, and then they all tried like, <laughs> QT like shoved Aaron Solo, and then he he wore that choke slam like a champ. He got thrown straight to hell. That was pretty crazy. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we had the five labors in Jericho as well, which is fantastic. And uh, and Jericho, um, he uh, he did win it. And yep. um, I'm trying to remember how he won it. Because is no next week he cannot use. Uh, next week he cannot use Judas. He can't sing it. He can't play it. He can't do the fucking Judas effect. There's to be no Judas anywhere in next week's match when he wrestles MJF. That's so stupid. Yeah. So he's taking it away from him. And uh but but hey, Jericho is one on code breakers, walls of Jericho's, sunset yeah. flips. You know, yeah. the guy's won it on pretty much and the you know, but like it just doesn't make sense because I thought like the whole five labors of Jericho was to eventually get a match with MJF, but he's included himself as one of the labors of Jericho, which doesn't to fucking fight me in a, a match. You have to first have a match uh, with a guy with a chair. Then you have to wait for it. Then you have to fight someone from your past. Ooh, spooky. Uh, then Nick 
motherfucking Gage. Then my personal bodyguard. And then, again, to fight me, the fifth thing you have to do in order to fight me is fight me. You know, it's like, what? Yeah. Where did you go to school, you fucking dummy? Yeah, they're missing something. They're missing another fucking thing. Yeah, you know, which, make sense. Which they should have it, like, and they should have it, like, uh, you know, they sh- they want to put him against, maybe put him up against his own tag team partner and uh, yeah. have him up against Big Show. Ooh. You know, Ooh. something like that, you know? Yeah. But I'd like to see the return of Sammy, who hasn't been on TV for a while. He came out for the save on uh, Jericho. Yeah. And uh, it seemed like the pinnacle was full force going after Jericho after the match. Yeah. And uh, and they were constantly, you know, Jack Swagger came in next. Or not, sorry, sorry, not Jack Swagger. Jake but Hagar. Jake Hagar. Jake Hagar came in. Well, both Sammy Guevara and Jake Hagar. So Sammy Hagar came in. And Sammy Hagar has entered the fight. Yes, he did. And, uh, and then, you know, the... Pinnacle kept coming out. They were outnumbered because, um, you know, like uh, Santino and Ortiz were not there, um, you know, but uh, and then that's how it sort of ended, right? And a bit of a schmoz. Yeah. So, but- you know, and then we're going into Rampage, which is setting up uh, AEW uh, All Out, which is two weeks from now, right? Mm-hmm. And this weekend... Mm-hmm. We have SummerSlam. Is that correct? Yeah, no, SummerSlam. Yeah, it's it's got to be two weeks or this week. I think it's this week. I don't know. We should know. (laughs) On rebroadcast, it will be beep. That's where you put it in. Um, Yeah, no, no. I think we do have SummerSlam this week, this Sunday. Um, This is how much... The WWE's creative has got me excited for SummerSlam. I've forgotten what it was. Well, they got Goldberg versus uh, Bobby Lashley. That's oh, a fun. thing. Yeah. And they got uh, Cena versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> this card is great. Yeah. Oh, wow. It's 2005. Yeah. Roman Reigns has the number one. I mean, no, Cena has the number one movie in in Hollywood right now. And he's coming back to main event SummerSlam. And yeah. it's very interesting. Uh, the Rock has the number two movie right now. Uh, he's just going to keep being a movie star. Um, we're seeing a, Yeah. You know. Well, like, this is like, honestly, if it was just a John Cena movie, the last just John Cena movie, I guess was that Blockers movie or which whatever. Was, which is pretty good, actually. Pretty but good. his box office take was not that good. That's because people aren't ready for females to be dominant in the characters like American Pie. This is I'm a, just saying this, this is, a, this is th- we're not talking about a John Cena movie. Why can't the girls get DC. laid? Why can't the girls get laid? We're, we're talking about a DC movie he just made. He made a movie with Idris Elba, Margot Robbie. Like it's not like he's in a in a like a John Cena helmed vehicle. Well, he's a, I, piece, he's a piece of the puzzle. I heard his character in the suicide puzzle on the suicide movie. I heard his character. I heard him while well, he was just talking about his character, I think on Kimmel. And, and he said, and they said, what can you tell us about uh, your character? And John Cena said, you can't see me. 
Nice. I like that. I don't know if he did that, but he should have. He should have. He plays he an invisible man, right? Plays uh the like the the Patriot or some shit. I don't know. He plays Del Winks. Del Wilkes, he does. Del He's gonna be dead. Is it true shot or some shit? I don't know. Something stupid. All right, all right, all right. Um, yeah. So Raw Randy Orton it seems to be friends still with um with RK Bro. Um, but however, Riddle took it. He took a um an RKO, and but Randy sort of just patted him on the head and be like, "You'll be okay, kid." But this is gonna happen every now and again. Did you see the? Uh, did you see Riddle's face? When oh, like when at the oh, like when at the start? No, when when Randy Orton was like patting him on the head. Yeah, and shit. like Riddle had a big old smile. Like he he's supposed to be out coming an RKO, but he was just like. <laughs> well, so they they brought in the whole storyline of his like his dad <laughs> went out yeah. for cereal and never came back. You know, yeah, yeah. He goes, "Are you gonna come back, Randy?" You know, That's so fucked, bro. Come on, it's just this whole character. Like he looks like he wears the hat backwards. He's on the scooter. He's meant to look like he's nine years old, and. It's so ridiculous because this guy is such a fucking barbarian in the ring. You have no idea, people. He's so good. And uh, we barely get to see it because, you know, he's a kid. And uh, that mushroom on the side is for a big Smurfs fan. You know, he loves, you know. So you knew, come on, like, you can't wear the RK Bro uh, hoodie out to the ring and then say you're not going to be a part of RK Bro anymore. What yeah. are you doing? Mixed messages. Yeah, break a kid's heart. Break a kid's heart. All the kids' Don't hearts. Don't go breaking my heart. Um, Don't go breaking my heart. So that was a storyline that was on Raw. Then there was another one where um, Men Sour and uh, Muhammad Al- sure. and, and, and uh, Ali. They, uh, they're not, they're going to fight each other, but they're both, you know, they're, they're a tag not, team now. They're, not, fun, they're friends again. They're not, they? no, they're going to fight each other now. It's uh, better for oh. them to fight each other because nobody cares anyways. Uh, I liked them when they were friends. I like friendly, uh, Mustafa Ali with Mansoor. They were friends. What they about, got each other a jacket. Um, the sommelier, he is still the 24 seven champion and yes, he, is. he is not, he's, He's also Somalian, so don't get those mixed up. He's not just he's French. He's a Somali, Somal, Somali, Somalian. I, they sound I like. Fr- I thought he was French. Well, yeah, no, no. Somali is just a a, a wine steward. That's uh, all it is. Yeah. I don't drink wine. No, well, you know. So anyway, wine sucks. You know what? You drink your shit out of a box. What the fuck? You you know what? You drinking, uh, you drinking feet juice? Yeah, yeah, feet yo. juice. People's feet, rotten grapes. grapes. You know, you just missed grape juice by about three months. Yeah, and ice grapes. What are those? Frozen berries? <laughs> Whatever. So frozen berries are good. I'm not going to talk shit on frozen berries. Uh, Casey's views do not reflect those of the Talking Wrestling podcast. Uh, frozen berries are the shit. <laughs> I love frozen berries. Uh, frozen strawberries, yeah. frozen raspberries, uh, 
Amazing. Frozen Chuck Berries. Everything. <laughs> yum, 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 yum. Um, uh, Chuck Berry. So, uh, yeah. Well, let's uh, let's see if if, what, if SummerSlam is happening this weekend. I don't... Has there... Like, I don't even remember SummerSlam from last year. Uh, I, I don't, don't know. I remember SummerSlam from Toronto because I think that was the last it's one with people at it. Next Saturday. Next Saturday? Yeah. So uh, SummerSlam is happening all out weekend? Yeah, on the 21st. What's that? It's happening on the 21st of August. And out. And all out is happening. On September fifth. All right. Oh yes, it's always Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Woo. So okay. Sorry to get everybody all confused about all out. I was all out of my brain. Um, but here we go. But we are all out. But um, yeah. So so here, what I'll do is right now, I've got right the, the the I have the complete list of Jericho. You. Nice. Name a page number. Just give me a number between one and three hundred, and um, we'll see what happens. Between one and three hundred. Yes. One forty-two. One forty-two. Right, Is... halfway point. Okay, here we go. Sorry. On to the one forty-two. Turn the page. Um. <laughs> Is that how it goes? <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally how it goes. My problem is, is my my eyes are weak, and I might have to need my glasses. But I, okay, hold on. We're at one oh nine, one forty eight. Oh wait a minute, or it could be one forty three. No, it is one forty three. One forty two. All right. Yeah. Here we go. Match number. 839 April 5th Silver King um, Orlando, Florida Crowd is 430 three and, a half, three and three quarter stars The payoff was like 678 And he won with a lion tamer uh, The next day uh, Match 840 April uh Sixth as well. The one by Lion Tamer in Miami. Wait a minute. Oh, no, the fifth and sixth. Okay. Uh, the crowd, 10,000. Um, payoff was um, 678. Three stars against Juventud Guerrero. Uh, that was a long time ago. Uh, Prince yeah. Iakea, uh, who would be eventually be the the Artist formerly known as Prince. <laughs> formerly known as Prince as well. Won by a lion tamer in uh, in uh, Florida. Uh, crowd with 2,200. Uh, the payoff was 679. Um, he lost in Tallahassee, Florida, April uh, 9th. And uh, DQ, it was uh, the, uh, yes, the DQ was the way of the loss. The crowd was uh, 5,100. Three and a half stars. Payoff, 678. It seems like he got 678 like for every match in WCW. Yeah, holy shit. And he lost to, guess who he lost to? Juventud Guerrero. 
No. Booker! Uh, nice. Um, then he wrestled, uh, the next uh, wrestling match was uh, on the April 13th. Is Super Carlito, or Super, yeah, Super Carlito, beat him with a line tamer. Uh, Minneapolis, crowd was 13,000. And, oh, for this one, he's making over, over a grand, it looks like. This was TV, probably. It did look like TV. So there we go. That's that's one page of, uh, and he also has a picture of Juventud Guerrero Show uh, it. with him. So, okay, let me see. Let me see. There we go. There, That's the page we're just on. Nice. Hoovy coming out like a bullet wearing the classic low scoop. Yeah, nice. Look at that. Sick. Yeah, there's a lot of good stuff in this book. Uh, I highly recommend it. Um, I'm going to have to pick it up. Even on the next page. Uh, oh, the oh, the next page has the uh, – he wrestled Chris Benoit on the Brian Pillman Memorial Show. And uh, the payoff was four sixty six, which I hope he donated. Yeah, I'm assuming the, he donated that shit. Uh, the crowd was uh, one thousand or thirteen hundred, and uh, there's match notes as well. So, um, okay. yeah, that is cool. Um, just such a good, well put together book. Such a good idea, and it's amazing. the The guy who sells Four number one best-selling books. Uh, when he pitched this one, they said, uh, we don't think it'll sell. Yeah, and it's just like, fuck you, it will. I'm Chris goddamn Jericho, baby! Fucking right. He's Chris goddamn Jericho, and he's the best at the world at what he does. Yep. Um, did straight. you, speaking of the best of the world at what he does, did you happen to catch Jason Agnew from uh, The Law originally, now from Sunday night's main event, he scooped an interview with none other than CM Punk. Uh, and he has a 12-minute a, a interview with him on YouTube right now. Uh, did you get a chance to check that out? I have seen little snippets. I've been terribly busy the last little bit, but I have seen some, heard some snippets. Little now, snippets. basically, CM Punk said that during All Out Weekend, um, there's supposed to be... A um, there's supposed to be a, uh, well, who will it be? They said there's, there's supposed to be a theater in Chicago that will be playing uh, episode three of uh the new show, the the heels. I do believe it's called. Yeah, heels. Heels. With Stephen Amell. With yeah. Stephen Arnell, and uh, apparently CM Punk was up for the lead. And then when he didn't get it, he lost it to uh, Arnell. He knew Arnell was a good choice because the guy had already been the lead in Arrow, and uh, he can carry a show. And, you know, we've already seen him wrestle Cody Rhodes at SummerSlam one year. So we know he is a big wrestling fan. I think this show is going to do well. I hope it's going to do well. CM Punk is on the show uh he plays a character uh reggie rich or reggie uh, filthy bottom he's a bad guy he plays the bad guy on the show <sighs> and uh so he, he basically plugged the show and then he uh, told him about the aew weekend that there that there will be yeah we're doing theater. a screening party also in chicago but the, he lives in chicago so that's why you can't even like Oh Stephen my God. Amell lives in L.A. Exactly. Like, they just need a reason for him to be in town, baby. 
So so that's gonna happen, and um, and that's pretty cool as well as yeah. uh, all out weekend. Um, we we will cover that as much as we can. We are we won't be there, but um, I do know. You know what? What we'll do is uh, we do have someone, a friend of the show, who was on with us uh, for the New Japan Wrestle Kingdom episode. Jordan Hoth, he's oh. going down for it. And uh, we will get him on the show, and he can uh, deliver us the lowdown on what happened. Do some interviews on the ground. He's got to do Jordan. Jordan's our man on the ground. Jordan, you got to get some interviews, bud. If you can't get interviews, he is the interview. Uh, you know, but uh, we're 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 looking to live this through Jordan. Um, he doesn't know this yet, but I will tell him. Okay. And uh, good to tell him. And he'll 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 be excited. He's he's now our correspondent that we're sending down there. And sending him down on our dime. Can you believe it? No, 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 we no, 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 no. The tickets for him. It was bought. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, our show can't not. We can't. We spent all of our money on the song. No, on listen. The, we're all going. All of us. We got first class tickets. Woo! We're all in for all out. No. <laughs> we need a sponsor, folks. We need a sponsor. Um, you can sponsor us if I'll you have a house. If you have a legitimate job or a legitimate business, you want to sponsor us. We're you great. Wrestling? You know what? If there was a beer called Great Canadian Boys, fucking, they would be the number one selling beer right now because that's all we know. That's is, all we know is. Good Canadian boy! Good Canadian boy! Drink a good Canadian beer! That's how it goes. That's it. So, um, yeah. Now, with that said, uh, that was a big announcement. Jordan, congratulations. Um, he's, he, I know he's excited, but uh, it's a big deal. So, uh, Reese, what's going on? What, tell us on what's on the movie show, what's on the studio sesh, what's going on with you, and uh, where you can find you. We just did a tribute show for Andrew Albert, who recently passed away on the late night sesh. Um, next week, we're going to resume our normal activities. We're interviewing two models from a cannabis calendar. Ooh. Um, ooh, yeah, are they uh, are they like just buds like marijuana buds or are they actual no girls two, or... two ladies two ladies and it's yeah. gonna be a good time it's gonna be a really fun interview i'm looking forward to it because they're both involved in the cannabis industry and it's always cool to meet those people uh i started working a day job which sucks but i'm a damage prevention technician damage I collaborated st- i stop people from getting damaged uh so it's pretty you know it's interesting uh so i'm doing that but this week uh i think i'm doing the underground show that's not underground anymore i think on wednesday or something i think it's a comedy bar now yeah i'm doing i'm doing one of those shows coming up soon uh and that's it uh what are you doing bud i uh next week i will be headlining absolute comedy here in toronto from tuesday (laughs) through sunday uh, that's a whole slew of shows. Uh, so, of course, um, you know, so uh, COVID rule rules are in effect. Um, a sellout now is uh, a fraction, and uh, but we want to sell out these shows. Yeah, and, let's um, get them sold out. Yeah, so you know, and not NWO sold out. I want these really sold out. So yeah, it would be cool. I'm there all next week. 
and of course I'm here on Talking Wrestling as well. Um, yeah, so that's pretty much it. Sure. Also, go to Spotify in the meantime and listen to me, and uh, you know, check us out there. And um, yeah, Andrew Albert, check him out on Spotify as well. Yeah. Uh, very, fu- uh, very, uh, he's a good guy, um, good American guy who chose to be yeah, Canadian. He did. And, uh, you know, he, uh, I never understood why a Canadian comedian who was American would not be in America doing comedy, but he loved it up here in Canada, and he, he, he's not the first American to come up here and stay up here. There have been, I know, lots of them, and, uh, and uh, he worked his butt all across this country off. He was a true road warrior and yeah. taking any gig. Uh, any gig that was available, and uh, <laughs> crushing it, crushing it when he could. And it's just really sad because um, he's um he's younger than me, but uh, you know the he was in good health, or so everybody thought. And uh, you know, them yeah. them's the breaks. You never know when your ticket's gonna get punched. No, you never know, and uh, and uh, you know so. Uh, with that said, uh, you know, uh, carry, I don't know. What did you say? Carry on, to, uh, rest in peace, rest brother. in peace. And, um, yeah, rest in peace, Andrew Albert. And, uh, you know, like, uh, uh, yeah. Uh, Tony Esposito also died in the, since the last episode. And my, one of my old roommates, uh, Boomer Phillips, dad passed away. And, uh, Boomer Phillips is, uh, was alumni of this show. So, um, yeah, these are the obituaries, I guess. I'm uh, going through yeah. them now. But, yeah. hey, not to be uh, brought down on a downer, um, we got a brand new correspondent. And his name is Jordan. And Woo! he is going to be excited uh, to out. take the oath of for the hoth. Uh No, no, no. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're going to hook this up. And uh, and you know what? We're gonna plan it all out. And next yeah. week, uh, in the midst of my headline run, uh, I'll probably not get a lot of wrestling in. But uh, you know, maybe we'll get him on the show early to talk about what his plans are, and then we can say what his plans will be. <laughs> uh, until next time, uh, thank you for letting us put a headlock on your ears. And uh, for Never Sleeps Network, for Reese Turner, for myself, Casey Corbin, have a great uh, week, and we will talk at you uh, next week. Adios. Never Sleeps Network. This has been a Never Sleeps Network production, executive produced by Alex Ross. For more information and content, visit NeverSleepsNetwork.com.